Coming up on episode number 1,459, something a little bit different on the show today. I've got an interview with Renee Stahl and Jeremy Toback. You've heard them here on the show as Renee and Jeremy. Going to talk to them about why they do covers, how they do covers, and about their brand new album full of some amazing covers, which we'll hear, called Shout. All this and more coming up right now on Coverville. Just getting rougher, cover me Come on, baby, cover me Well, I'm looking for who will come on in and cover me Greetings from Carverville for a Thursday afternoon. It is Thursday, September 28th, 2023. My name is Brian Ibbett. Welcome to an interview episode of Coverville. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Man, I think it's been since uh, Yacht, Rock, <laughs> Yacht Rock Review that I've done an interview episode. I love doing these, actually, and um, definitely hoping to do more of them. It's a matter of finding the time, coordinating with, with artists, but what I really like doing about these is talking to artists who do cover songs, either as their primary creation of music or as a as something that they kind of augment their originals with the occasional cover i like talking to artists about uh, both both sides of those things but also i like to find out why they do covers what makes them choose the songs that they do choose to cover and how they go about the process of taking a song stripping it down and then making it their own and i think uh today's interview is a fantastic example of that. You've heard me play Renee and Jeremy on the show before, and they've got a brand new album called Shout. We're going to talk to them about that. We're going to talk to them about their process, about their giant list of songs that they're curating that they want to cover, and uh, and all about a whole bunch of other stuff. So before we get into the interview, let's listen to one of their songs. This is from the brand new album called Shout. And uh, you'll hear us even talking about this song. This is their take on the new Seekers, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing. Over and over, that's the song I like to teach the world. 
All right. Without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Renee and Jeremy, Renee Stahl and Jeremy Toback to the show. Uh, played these guys quite a bit in the past, and I'm really excited to uh, to talk to them about both their new album and also their cover process. Uh, welcome, Renee and Jeremy. Hi. Thank you. Oh, thanks for being Thank here, you. guys. It's great to finally get a chance to talk to you. After listening to you for, for so many years, um, I think A Little Love 2012 was the uh, was my introduction to your music, and um, oh. I, I've, I've enjoyed it ever since. So, yeah, we're, we're getting on uh, Thank you. 11 years, <laughs> almost 12 years of... How did uh, you hear about us? Like, what? How did you come that's to our a, music? That's a really good question. I probably was doing a search for a song um, for one of the cover stories. So, the you know, episodes on the show focus on either a single artist or multiple artists, and I think that I was looking for... Um, actually, I should probably tell you which song I played first. Um, it was uh, "Give It Away" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What a ah. what a um, what a great <laughs> a great way kind of to begin our conversation here is is um, totally. that song is so you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers not. Uh, what I'd consider a typical group to get covered in your more laid back style. I think I saw somewhere um, hush core hush core is the, is the music style. Is that, <laughs> have you heard that oh, before? I like, I like that. We use hush a lot in our descriptions, but I hadn't heard hush core before. Hush I, core. <laughs> we say hush folk and yeah. Yeah. Hush Indie folk. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you guys uh, love the style that you guys bring to this and, and I'm assuming that that um, kind of starting out with uh, doing music that was geared towards children, this stuff just kind of came naturally as, hey, let's do let's do covers in this style too, right? Because the first couple albums were um, originals. Is that right? Yes. I mean, we'd um, on the first record we covered Three Little Birds, but the rest were originals. But that's a really um, I don't know. It's near. We play that almost every show. It's like very dear to our hearts. We played it last, like at a Yom Kippur. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Good. <laughs> just, just a couple nights ago. Um, so that the idea had been there for us, and then it was it was just kind of like, oh, I mean, I think we were kind of like our kids were getting older, and it was like, oh, let's make a for a little love. Let's let's see if we can do some covers and um and that's where that was that was coming from and. You know, I think it wasn't supposed to be specifically tailored for the same audience, but we wanted to also um, do the songs that would be cool with families. Sure. You know, or make sure. or, stuff or that, really, yeah. yeah, stuff that yeah. if they'd already been familiar with your music, they wouldn't have to. Oh, we can't play this for the kids. Exactly. 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 Well, let's get to one of those right now from their 2012 album, A Little Love. Here is their take on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. What I've got, you gotta give it to your mama. What I've got, you gotta give it to your papa. What I've got, you gotta give it to your daughter. Do a little dance and you drink a little water. Realize I don't wanna be a miser. Come five with sly, you'll be the wiser. Young blood is a loving upriser. How come everybody wanna keep it like a Kaiser? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Low brow, but I rock a little know-how. No time for the piggies or the hooskow. Get smart, get down with the powwow. Never been a better time than right now. Bob Marley, poet and a prophet. Bob Marley taught me how to off it. Bob Marley walking like you talk it. Goodness me, can't you see I'm gonna cough it? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. My mom, I love her cause she loved me. Long gone are the times when she scrubbed me. Feeling good, my brother gonna hug me. Drinking my juice, young love, chug a lug me. 
as a river, born to be a giver. Keep you warm, won't let you shiver. His heart is never gonna wither. Come on, everybody, time to deliver. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. There's never a little E on our music on any of the streams. <laughs> Although, you know, yeah. in give, give It Away, there was there were some words that we, we actually kind of, we never put words in. We did take a couple words out. I don't mm. know if you noticed that. I didn't catch it. Uh, I'm sure, you know, that that's something that um, I totally understand when bands do that. And especially... Um, in a situation like this where, all right, we've got, you know, we're, we're known for some family friendly stuff. We got to make sure that it kind of stays family friendly, but I feel like it is, does still keep the, you know, if you know the song, you know what they're talking about. And so, yeah, we want to, we want to honor the song and be respectful to the song as well, but make it our yeah, own. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so like technically like you're allowed, like you can't take a word out of a line, but you can take lines out, you know? So we would just, we there's a lot of words in that song so we we had plenty of plenty we could like oh there's some line about i think do we have the juice line in there i forget <laughs> yeah i think we do yeah, yeah. A, yeah anyway <laughs> i imagine it's a it's kind of a um a painstaking decision process of going through saying all right is this line okay but maybe this one isn't that sort of thing and deciding which which things to to take out yeah, and how to have fun with it too. Sort of like, oh, can we transform mm. this line? You know, can, can it? You know, can that baby actually sound like it's for a baby as well as a baby? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right, an actual that. baby. Um, we talked about. Uh, uh, so you talked about your families and, and 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 the children growing up. Did you guys both grow up in musical households yourself, yourselves? I did. I mean, my parents, both my parents really loved music, mostly jazz and really like there was music on all the time and really um, encouraged me to uh, to sing and to follow my heart in the music world. So, yeah, lots of music. That's cool. And jazz, interesting. Um, how about you, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, um, my dad actually, though he was a commercial director, um, rest in peace, Norm Toback, awesome guy. Uh, he actually went to Juilliard oh. uh, for clarinet and uh, and was uh, uh, advised when he was in the army for Korea not to join the paratroopers, but the band. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a place for you, and it's uh, yeah, it's with the yeah, band. Like, yeah, like, do you want to live, young man? Right. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, and my mom's very musical. There was a lot of music, and I was like. My sister and I were like sent to art camp and stuff. And, you know, it's like, what did you guys expect? Of course, we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. If you grow up in a house full of creatives, both of you sounds like you both did, then um, it, it just is kind of a natural support system for following this sort of thing. If you enjoy. Well, I, music went, to and... art, I went to art camp also. You did. And okay. uh, yeah. And I started doing musical theater and Jeremy loves my musical theater background. <laughs> um. But I will say, you know, and and my older daughter calls me a theater kid, which she's trying to, you know, she's poking at me. But I will say part of my theater and we do this in some of our songs. Like, I mean, Jeremy, I don't know if you know this, but like Shout, I feel it comes from my theater background of all the layering of the different parts because they do that a lot in musical theater. Oh, interesting. Right. I didn't. Because the backing vocals uh, for that song, if, if I remember correctly, don't follow, don't necessarily follow just what the main vocals are saying. There's kind of like a back pattern to them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some counterpoint. And, I love that. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of counterpoint in musical theater. So, and well, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful. Surprise. I'm thankful for that, then, Renee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really am. I really gravitate towards that. You know, the jazz and the theater. You know. Uh, how did you guys uh, find each other to start working together? 
Renee. You want to take that? I well, can take it. Because I'll do. Start it. You start it <laughs> and I'll finish. Okay. Like Renee, I mean, this was a while ago. I, she probably emailed me because it was sort of like pre everybody texting all the time. And she's like, hey, I'm making a um, lullaby record. I'm pregnant. I'm making a lullaby record. Do you have a song? Because she knew I had little. Um, like Welcome to this world. Young ones, and I and I brought over uh, this song called "Welcome to This World" that I'd written for Miles, who's now 22. Mm, wow. <laughs> and uh, we, I played it for her, and Renee started singing, and uh, her husband Paul was just like, "Well, that's the record. You guys have to make the record together." Wow. Wow. So it wasn't even intended as a duet. It was just uh, your your melody was uh, basically strong enough that, uh, Renee, you just started singing along to it and harmonizing yeah, with yeah. it, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh. Renee does have a business card that says uh, harmonist. Singer, singer, um, singer, harmonist friend. Yeah. So <laughs> I, har I harmonize with everything, even my car, with the computer. The vacuum cleaner. I harmonize. <laughs> I think if you know, it, it's something. It's a, obviously a skill that that you have to develop. But once you've got it, you pretty yes. much can just do it at the drop of a hat, right? You hear well, a tone and you know. Yeah, my friend says it's a blessing and a curse. So <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Are you are you fun to go to concerts with? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. very much so. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, what uh, so when you guys are looking at songs, when you're making the decision on which songs you're going to cover for for the newer albums, um, how do you guys make that decision? What kinds of things do you look for? Because I know it's I can tell obviously it's not just oh what are the top ten songs that are out right now and let's do our versions of them and that sort well, of thing. You guys, it's yeah, it's lyrically we I mean we definitely still we're we're kind of moving away from those kind of lyrics like we wanted to be in alignment almost as if it was a song that we had written mm -hmm. um i think we sing a lot about unconditional love not romantic love but unconditional love and we started off as like love from a parent to a child mm -hmm. and just um something that just feels like something we could have written um and we have a list of songs that we we it's really hard to like curate like what we want to put on our next record and the melody and just the vibe of the whole song right so yeah it's important i mean to us the lyrics are a big piece and i think it's also there's also sometimes it's just kind of like wow that's an amazing song that we love and we want to we want to do put our spin on it or that's a song that wouldn't be cool um you know if that song which has a totally different energy like we could take that and transform it there's all these you know, and sometimes, I mean, we can bridge into this, but like Sweet Child of Mine was literally a, uh, we put out shout out on the last record mm -hmm. to our, when we were quite a bit into it, just like, hey, anybody want us to cover any songs? And somebody said that their um, husband sang Sweet Child of Mine to their kid every night. And we're like, oh, that would be super cool. And it was just like obvious that Renee had to sing it, you know. Mm -hmm. Hate to look into those eyes 
and see an ounce of pain. Her hair reminds me of a warm, safe place where, as a child, I'd hide and pray for the thunder and the rain to quietly pass me by. else we discovered during while we were starting making reels were just when we were doing our last record like we love radiohead and we were thinking of a radiohead song we could do but none of them the whole song didn't fit and we discovered that we could start doing reels and just do like the um the chorus of a song and so that's how we got to shout shouts really just the chorus layered and almost mantra like but just we just did the chorus over and over again Right. So, with a yeah. couple extra lines. So that just kind of opened up our world into doing anything, which is really fun. For sure. Yeah, there's nothing There's there's nothing that says you have to use um, every part of the buffalo. You don't have to use every lyric <laughs> from the original to, to create the, the cover. Um, that's, that's something that I absolutely respect. I, I know that um, uh, Howard Jones once said about doing covers, he'd never cover a song that he himself wouldn't, um, didn't believe in lyrically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of the same thing you're saying. It has to sound like something that you guys would have written and, and would have uh, would record. Totally. I mean, ultimately, like, it has to come, it really has to come from the heart, like, in a deep way for us. Like, there has to be a real connection. And, um, and so it's just like, even if we don't even love necessarily even if we don't love the original there's something about it that we that we have to fall in love with it during the process well sometimes jeremy like for instance jeremy brought a song for this new record he brought in move on up by curtis mayfield and i was like no way i don't want to do that song and it's honestly i think it's one of my favorite tracks on this new record (laughs) i listen to it as if it's not even us so we have the thing about our our friendship is like we really Sometimes we try to convince each other or sometimes we just do it and say like, and it just kind of, it happens. Like we trust each other to know like, okay, well, I'll try it. We always try something. Yeah. And is that uh, how far into um, convincing? I mean, basically, did, Jeremy, did you kind of record a, a demo of what what it would sound like? Uh, you for you guys to did. Do? He did. Yeah, I did. I actually, I think to be honest with that one, I had a real like, like I just had such a strong pull on it. It's it's always a dance. Sometimes it's just like it's just like there's not enough of a pull for one of us to push the other person. But that song was calling to me, and just the, the lyrics are so amazing. I mean, Curtis Mayfield, yeah, total, total, you know, God. But <laughs> but um, but even that aside, that song in particular, just the words are so beautiful and so uplifting and like so deep. And uh, I actually, interestingly enough, I mentioned, like, I think I played it at the same, like, you know, Yom Kippur ceremony. Like, solo. Yeah. 
And I was like, this is powerful. And I, and we tried it one, I think I tried, I think I, there was one time and Renee was like, no. And I was like another time. And I was like, just trust me or whatever. (laughs) And And I did. And and, and it's really incredible. I love it. Yeah, I agree. It's, it surpassed, it like surpassed um, expectations for sure. Mm -hmm. It's great. And it's a, it's a great, um, a great closer to the album. Thank you. Do you guys, um, so obviously you've got this list that you you curate from, um, uh, they come from, uh, I'm assuming just the music you heard growing up, the stuff that made an impact to you, uh, uh, songs that you, that have some sort of nostalgic, uh, connections to you guys, that sort of thing? Well, not real. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, Mm -hmm. like we have, um, a Harry Styles song on the new record that is more of a current, like you know, contemporary song. And um, yeah, that, that made it to the record because lyrically it was in alignment with what we do, but there's definitely songs that we grew up with that we like, like life's what you make it. We're both huge talk, talk fans. Oh Yeah. Um, so, and we've always wanted to do a talk, talk song. So um, that's our favorite band. what you make it can't escape it yesterday's favorite don't you hate it everything's alright now everything's alright now baby life's what you make it So good. It's funny, our tastes, our tastes really, like, they have places where they intersect heavily and places where they diverge heavily. Like, it's just like, I'm like, I can't go to that 70s soft rock place necessarily. Oh, really? So we're not going to hear any Yacht Rock covers uh, on a future album? It might happen, though, because it just oh, might. Oh, I'm going to push that. I'm going to push that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Talk Talk, it was like a quest for, like, which is the right Talk Talk song. And like to her, to Renee's point, Harry Styles was more like we were doing reels for Instagram, mm-hmm. 
and she was like, Hey, have you heard the song? I hadn't even heard it. It was already a huge hit. Yeah. As it was. Yeah. As it was. And I was just, it just kind of fell into place and it was like, we did it. And I was like, wow, I fell in love with what it felt like for us. Hmm. So just sometimes it's like that. And then to your point, like, yeah, all kinds of things do make the list. And sometimes it is things that are like, this is a song I've loved since I was a kid or, mm-hmm. or it's a song because we try and like, the 60s were, were, were kind of ripe with Renee and Jeremy kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. They do kind of fit. I mean, I'd like to teach the world to sing is it feels like um, right in your wheelhouse, um, which is why I was so fascinated and love the fact that you took it kind of into a, a minor chord, kind of the opposite of what you did with uh, Fly Like an Eagle. But um, let's talk about the, the, the reason or, or is there was there a reason um, – other than just creating musical interest in taking, I'd like to teach the world to sing into minor. I definitely have one, but do you want to start Renee or do you want me to? You you go. Okay. Um, For sure with that one, it was definitely, at least on my part, I don't remember like how the three of us were talking about it, but I knew that like that. The three um, of us being rich, 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 Jackson. Rich Jacques, sorry, I always. <laughs> yeah, he's a big piece of, you know, the last three records. Um, uh, and uh, that song, you know, it was so associated with a certain thing mm-hmm. and, you know, a Coke commercial and all this stuff. And it was kind of like, but it's a beautiful sentiment. And how do we, in some ways, like really both tap into that and separate it from that? Um, to give it like more, maybe people would skip over the meaning just because they wouldn't, you know, think about it. It just, it's such an iconic thing would just wash over them. Yeah. And so I think there was an element of like, oh, if we do this and we really shift it and literally put it into a minor chord, minor key, um, people will pay attention to it in a different way. Shift the focus. Yeah, exactly. They'd start yeah. uh, maybe paying more attention to the vocals or the lyrics, which um, yeah. are very meaningful. And and uh, it's such an interesting story, that song, because I think it was originally, like you said, the, the writers originally wrote it for the Coke commercial and then the New Seekers um, re-recorded or something with the lyrics that didn't mention coke if i'm correct oh if right I'm, right I remember correctly but yeah, interesting obviously right. with your with your uh, uh dad being a commercial uh, <laughs> uh jingle or a commercial uh, uh producer director, director, director. Yeah. actually film uh, like film part but yeah wow that's uh that's wild um so having having a like to teach the world to sing a, a major major chord song going into a minor chord and then fly like an eagle taking that into a minor chord Lyrically, those songs actually have a very similar message about about improving the world and and making things better um, uh, on a global scale by starting mm-hmm. uh, small, starting locally. Um, is there a similar reason in in uh, for Fly Like an Eagle going into um, a major chord? Kind of to shift the focus we, to the lyrics. I think we- I think we just like to take songs that we love and, and, and that theme that you're talking about seems to be something we gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. But I also think those songs in particular, um, we, I love to listen to a song like a cover and you're listening to it. You're like, God, I feel like I know that song. I don't really yeah. know. it. We don't, we don't do it on purpose. We don't try to make it like change it to be cool or to do anything. Sure. Like we, it, actually we want to, we always make music that we would want to listen to. And sometimes it's a little darker. Um, and even our lullaby record, they weren't like happy songs, They, but you could feel the love. So as long as it's got love infused in it with the, it's kind of a, a mixture, like a alchemy of what we're doing, you and know, but I don't know for, for Fly Like an Eagle. Um, I remember. Tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, I love what you just said. I mean, I think all that is totally true. And I feel like that one. There's a couple things. One, we started playing it in the original key and it didn't feel, it, it was just a feeling thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to get to Laylee in Miami. I was just like, oh, what if we just G major? <laughs> I mean, it's a G major shape with a capo and it get to Laylee's not in E. So I don't remember. I don't know. I'd have to research what the chord is. But, um, but 
it was just like that and it was like it just clicked and it was like super cool and i love i had that record growing up steve miller but it's yeah. like i i don't remember thinking about the words that much it was another one of those things and it's like the words are so idealistic and just kind of like can we just make it better and um it just all felt it's, really good. It is, and it's a weird. Uh, I don't want to say dichotomy, but it's a weird difference between the verses and the chorus. The the verses are this like, how do we make the world better? How do we improve things? You know, what what's the solution? Right. And then the chorus is just, hey, I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's just that kind of that that um, uh, the message in that song all happens during the the lyrics, and it's kind of the same thing for me. It wasn't, I think, until hearing your version or until hearing the song recently that I picked up on that difference between the lyrics and the chorus. Mm. Um, and it's it's really really interesting, um, a, a really uh, interesting message between the two. Um, and you talked about um, starting out, uh, kind of covering the song so to speak straight you know covering it like the like the original what's the right. process then to to change that because i know obviously renee that changes your harmony tremendously <laughs> when you yeah. when you go from a minor to a major um what uh how do you do you guys break a song down just take it down to the lyrics and then just kind of build it up from there do you start with um uh the bare bones of the, of the music each one each one's different right like um yeah. I think it depends on the song, like Lucky Star. Mm -hmm. um, we were just kind of coming up with like a little starlight, star bright. Like we just, we just kind of play it and kind of jam a little bit and see what comes, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's Each very one has not, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's typically not really like an, a very thought out thing. I mean, sure. it'll be, it'll be like literally as simple as, hey, let's try to major. And then it's more like singing along and Renee's such an assassin with harmonies. <laughs> Never been called that before. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to add that to the, uh, to the business card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and we're both writers, so it's like sometimes it's really clear that we're going to sing the melody as is, you know, and sometimes uh, we take liberties with it. And I can't even track. I mean, Sweet Child of Mine, I think, is the melody very straight mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. you know, slowed down mm -hmm. and you know and made real heartfelt and other things obviously you change the key like the melody changes and in, in fly like an eagle so it's um and teach the world to sing it's just like it's just those the words but it's not the same melody yeah it's, yeah. it's kind of a weird it's a weird you know a whole lot of love remember we didn't even know how to sing that like rich had to sing it mm. for us because we're like i didn't even know how to do this you know yeah well, that was, you didn't know how to do that renee <laughs> oh okay <laughs> did, you, did you you didn't play this one at the uh at the yom kippur uh <laughs> <a lot of laughs> no it didn't make that was not requested by the rabbi <laughs> But that was the song that Renee actually is the lead. So it's like, I mean, I'm joking. She didn't know. It obviously mattered. You know, sure. That she but, but Rich and I being of a certain age and guys, like, of course, knows We that all one. knew Led Zeppelin. We all had that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that one, yeah. Well, that when one Oh, go ahead. When we sing Barry Manilow, I'll teach it to you, Jeremy. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> I'll have my comeuppance for sure. <laughs> the uh, the Ambrosia, uh, when you guys are picking the Ambrosia song or the... Oh, I uh, love Ambrosia. Oh my God, the harmony. Their yeah. harmony is amazing. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy, I'm getting you in trouble. Adding... Yeah, send me, send me your list. Send me <laughs> the list of what you want us to do. Sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you mentioned uh, obviously we've talked a lot about the, the covers from this album oh I did want to ask you about um, a favorite of mine I'm, I'm a big NXS fan uh, Don't Change from um, the previous album was it from Whole Lot of Love I believe yes, yes. that was the first track on Whole Lot of Love that's right that was track. actually that was from um, a friend of mine who loves our music and she kind of threw that one out there and she's like why don't you guys cover Don't Change and we listened mm. to the lyrics and it kind of fit in our what we wanted to do and we just did it and it just worked i love that track i'm standing here on the ground 
the sky above won't fall down. See no evil in all directions. Resolution of happiness. Things have been dark for too long. Don't change for you. Don't change a thing for me. Like I wasn't the hugest in excess fan growing up, but I was. There are a few songs, and and that was one of them for me. I always just loved that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it's got a, it's got a great build, and you guys managed to um, uh, really capture that without mimicking it, which I I think is a um, kind of a master technique of doing a cover song is being able to capture the feel of a song without without just creating a, a carbon copy of the instrumentation and the arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. So uh, back to the the new album. By the way, I don't know if I've have I mentioned that it's called Shout <laughs> with an exclamation point. Just came out earlier this month. Um, you've got a couple originals on there too, and I'm wondering if the the process for how you write originals has changed. Uh, obviously, you would have had to since those first couple albums that were more geared towards children, but has doing covers and doing arrangements new arrangements of existing songs changed the way you guys write your originals i don't think so um i mean i don't know we i think we just kind of we just kind of make it um i think we just put it in our style you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah. say i'm gonna hard disagree with her <laughs> really you think the covers really you think the covers kind of change our writing i think that well i'm gonna have to i'm gonna half agree which is that like we definitely because we've written together in the past like it's our writing like there's we have a lot of affinity and ability to write together and there's things that we like Mm -hmm. and i would say that part of the reason we did a little love and then when we came back 10 years later and did a whole lot of love like it was kind of like, well, what do you write when your kids are getting older? Hmm. You know, and it's like, I can't really write the same. You can't write, it's a big world, baby, and you're little for a little while. Sure, sure. Again, I mean, you could, but like, you won't feel it in the same way. You need a new so message, that, yeah, or an evolving message. And I think, I less mean changing your way of, of writing originals and probably more evolving your way of, of writing your originals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Jeremy. Yeah, definitely, like, ever and always and you know we kind of 
yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of it's parental guided, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we've also found, like, we found, like, by making these new records, like, by making Whole Lot of Love, we started to find, we found it was rediscovering who we are, like, tapping in and rediscovering, and we wrote one original for that record together with Rich here and now. Mm-hmm. And then on the new record, it was kind of like, oh, okay, um, we can do more of that. And how do we, how do we write for like the whole everybody who's listening to us? Because there are people for sure listening to us who have no reference to the lullaby children thing. Sure. Like, you know, it's just it's really kind of sounds like legit sort of indie folk hush core. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so. You know, um, I don't think I'm really disagreeing with Renee anyway. I think we're just, <laughs> but like, but now we're, I think we're, that we have our feet underneath us. We're, and we've been playing them live. Um, there's such strong feedback around the originals that I think that uh, we'll still do covers for sure, but I think we're, we're very focused on writing some more songs for the next record. Good, good. Are there other songs that you guys kind of try out? Um, live before you commit them to an album and and uh, both originals and uh, cover songs. Um, we have no, not really. I mean, we've been we just started doing our live act. Um, how long, Jeremy? Like in the last year and a half or so. Oh, so yeah. and yeah, I mean, we played live when when a long time ago in It's a Big World and and Come On. Like we did that, but we're we're really happy performing live and um yeah so we we i've never really tried a song live and then recorded it but maybe we should do that yeah i mean i think i think it's it's interesting that you asked that because that's definitely been on my mind like um to renee's point we did shows that were always kind of weird like because we play so quietly and you play like shows for kids and they're running around yeah. Um, even, though, even though that's our audience, but it's like it's like you can see our streams going up at like seven o'clock at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it's like bedtime. Um, and now that we've been playing, like we kind of was like, oh, let's bring it live. That'll be a new experience. That'll deepen our thing. Yeah. Um, and we're fortunate that that it's something that we can do. I mean, like it's like we use the studio, but we can sing this stuff. Um. And uh, we've been talking about, even as we're moving into this next record now, like, well, why would we continue performing live? And I'm like, it would be great to actually take some of the stuff and see how it feels and then see how that influences the studio process, just precisely because we haven't done it. Yeah. Um, and I always liked doing that back in the day. Like, it can, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it can go one of two ways, right? It can be a great sounding board or you can you know, you can be performing it and then deciding, oh yeah, maybe this isn't the right uh, uh, style for us, or maybe not the right style, but the right song for us uh, to cover, or maybe it needs some more tweaking before it's ready for, uh, for the studio. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out. We haven't done it. Adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when's the Spice Girls cover coming out? That's, that's the one I'm. <laughs> oh, which, which one, which one do you want to. Let's which... see what would fit uh, in your style. Maybe uh, say you'll be there. I feel like is a, has a, the right kind of message. Um, I'd have to look wow. at the lyrics again and make sure there's, <laughs> there's nothing uh, blue in there or th- something that could be translated blue. <laughs> Um, there is. I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. No one can hurt you <laughs> as long as I'm here. Oh, Billy uh, Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that song, which is called Oh, uh, Everything I Wanted. Everything I wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> we did a real. Did a reel of Billy Eilish and I, um, I love that. You need to look at the lyrics for the whole song. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a contender. It's a contender. That's cool. Oh sure. wow, that'd be that'd be great. Um, yeah. But I do think this next record will probably have more originals than mm-hmm. covers. Maybe maybe a, a mix. But I mean, I love doing covers. But we have a lot to say. Yeah. No. And and. Uh, uh, you know, listen. The show may be Coverville, but I'm always in. Without originals, we wouldn't have any covers. So, uh. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Yeah, maybe one of these artists will do us like 
do us a favor in reverse, you know. There you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've had people cover our, our It's a Big World. Um, oh, cool. And what Night Mantra. And uh, our friend Elizabeth Mitchell did Night Mantra in Spanish. Oh, God, I love her. What um, What did you think when you first heard somebody covering your own songs? I loved it. I, yeah. I find it to be such an honor. And she did a couple of our songs. She did It's a Big World also. Um, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, she did a beautiful job. Yeah, it's a total. I mean, listen, as a writer, it's a total. I mean, I don't know what people think about us covering their songs. <laughs> I hope if they hear it, they're they're at least not mad. I'm sure. Uh, no, but, I'm, I'm sure. But uh, but for sure, as a writer, I think it's a it's a huge honor. Like it's not. Yeah. I did meet Anthony Kiedis. I was in a restaurant one day, and I had um, a little love on me, and I handed it to him, and I told him we did it one of his songs, and I don't know if he ever heard it, but oh my know, gosh, that's it'd be awesome. nice to hear. I would have loved yeah, to have nice seen to uh, what he thought of that. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's you know awesome. what's funny? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I told you this, Renee, but I actually know Kurt from Tears for Fears. But I, it's like one of those things where it's like I had dinner with my ex and I had dinner with him and his wife, but it was a long time ago. And it's like I can't I don't even have his number. It's not like I can call him up, but we <laughs> had dinner. And so I'm just kind of like. What do you do? Like, I think that's, hey, I feel way, like that's enough of an in. Yeah, to send a copy of the new album to him. Especially I don't, since I don't it's really the have it. <laughs> I don't have his info. Well, you know what you do? You look on LinkedIn or you find a friend who, I mean, you know people who know him. I'd be very curious to see. He's a super he nice guy. I would hate to have offended him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe we don't ask him. Maybe. And I'm such a huge fan of that record, too. All right, we've got time for one last one. Let's get to the track they were just talking about. From the brand new album, it's the title track. And if you're Kurt Smith, please let us know what you think about it. Here is Shout. Thank you. 
I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me about this and, and uh, about the about covers, about the new album. Again, shout. Um, uh, people have been hearing songs throughout this episode, uh, both from the new album, a couple older uh, tracks that we've talked about. And uh, it's just been such a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Brian. It's super, super fun to talk about this stuff with you. And there we go. That's going to do it for this edition of Coverville. Big thanks again to Renee and Jeremy for joining me. Uh, again, that uh, brand new album is called Shout. Uh, we also talked about the previous two cover albums, Whole Lot of Love and A Little Love. Check all of those out wherever you get your music. We'll be back next time. Until then, this is Brian Abbott saying that just about covers it for tonight. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Coverville is a proud member of the Backbeat Media Podcast Network, and bandwidth for Coverville was provided by Cashfly. C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y, cashfly.com. <laughs>